TV Campfire Podcast. I was like, yep, okay, so you win for the week. <laughs> We're here. I hate to sound like a broken road. Oh, no! We're fans. It's one of the best things on television. Oh! oh! All right, you got to hold it. Oh, no, you didn't. We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, that I, blew I, me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 445, and I'm Libby, your host, and this week we have returning guests. Hi, everybody. This is Greg, TV enthusiast from St. Louis. Hi, this is Yusun, costume designer and TV enthusiast from Los Angeles. And this is Allison, and I write reviews for Weedonopolis. All right, let's start off with the news. First up, America Ferrera is leaving Superstore after five seasons. Oh, no way. It's a cute show. I like it. Well, the show is still going on. She is just leaving. No, I know, but like she's an integral part of the show. It'll be really interesting to see if, how it'll both how they'll write around it and how it'll survive. I mean, she's an integral part of the show. Deep, deep middle of the show. Uh, Dick Wolf has just signed a massive deal at NBC, which sees the renewal of all the Chicago shows and uh, SVU for three seasons. Jesus. Uh, don't watch SVU. Hasn't that show been on for like 20 years? It, oh my after gosh. these three seasons, it will be have been on for 24 seasons. Oh my oh gosh. Alright, uh, Lorraine Toussaint has joined Queen Latifah in the, in the Equalizer for CBS. It's still technically a pilot, but everybody's pretty sure it's going to get picked up. Uh, ben is Sh- Queen Latifah, is she the Equalizer? She is Queen the Equalizer, Latifah? yes. Good going girl, okay. Uh, ben Schnetzer, I cannot pronounce his name, from Happy Town has been cast as the lead of Why the Last Man. If you remember a few weeks ago, uh, the news was that the lead for Why the Last Man had gotten fired. So now they have a new lead. Uh, Hawaii Five O will end at season 10. That uh, show has been on for 10 years? Apparently. Wow. Okay. Kobe Bell has been cast to co-star in Walker, which is the Walker, Texas Ranger reboot with one of the Winchester brothers, the tall one, <laughs> on CW. Uh, Steve You're, Black... Wait, what'd you say? Yes. Yeah, he, he got cast. So, like, he leaves Supernatural and goes directly to his new show. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> Steve Blackman... Uh, who's a showrunner of the Umbrella Academy, has gotten an overall deal at Netflix for multiple seasons. So I don't know what that means, that he has to produce more than just more Umbrella Academy or what. So that is all the news that I have. All right, let's start off with the shows. First up, and let's be on a timer. Where's my timer? Uh, So we get four minutes per show. All right, first up, we're going to talk about Doctor Who. And this episode uh, continued the whole last Cyberman storyline, um, except this time we, we he gets some backup. So instead of it being the last Cyberman, the first time we see him, he's got flying, floating heads, which you're like, <laughs> what? And they yeah. make it seem like we should know that that was a thing. That was never a thing. Yeah, cyber drones. Yeah, yeah, I was like, whatever, Uh-oh. man. That's so lame. And then he immediately has two other lame dudes that are following him around. And, uh... But I do like... I did like the last humans. Like, I like the idea that the, this was like a refuge for the last humans that have been... They've been chased to extinction by the Cybermen. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, any other hey. thoughts? Go ahead. I thought, I, I'm, oh, sorry, Greg, go ahead. Oh, no, I just thought, well, I, I think we were kind of talking offline, but um, this was really, the episode just really seemed like a middle episode. Um, you know, obviously there were some reveals like the uh, cyber drones and that sort of thing, but. Is that a uh, reveal if they just made it up? Yeah, it's just, yeah, they retconned it on there. They um, can develop, they can change, they the can adjust. The cyber have been around since the 50s. And this yes, is literally the first time that, we've ever... They made it, they, they well, the made it clear that that... They so. made it clear that that... 
they made it clear that that new, that that leader guy is new now that he was like a failed interrupted conversion so there's no reason why they can't have other new aspects i mean i don't think that just because a a villain you know is a villain for a million years doesn't mean he can't develop change have his own story arc i mean that's kind of the whole except point that, except there except they, they were very they were they did not introduce it as a new technology they made Ugh, it seem I, like I it was a this thing. show is so boring i didn't again i don't know what show we both watched because I did not make it. It did not seem to me at all like it was that it was wrote that it was like, this is how they've always been here come their drones. I absolutely was like, I've never seen these drones before. And it didn't make it to show make it seem like that we were supposed to have known about these drones. I didn't catch that at all. I mean, Allison, did you just on this one specific thing? Did you did the show make it seem like the drones have always been a, a Cyberman thing? I did, because the very first thing that happened when you see them is that the doctor looks at them and, w like, without a second's pause, goes, look, cyber drones. Yeah. So it's like, what? That she knows what it is. Yeah. Wait, you know, unless she's she just that? really into naming Yes, yeah, she did. So. She did. She said it like it wasn't a surprise at all. Yeah, exactly. And and it's, you know, I mean, the thing is, my my problem with this particular episode, which is it's kind of been this entire season, really, is that they're introducing so many different elements and all these different questions. It's the penultimate episode of the season. And already what? we have introduced brand. Yes, it ends. Yeah. It yeah, ends tonight. Yeah. And, oh and I didn't know that. I did not know that. We've got question after question after question. What happened to Gallifrey? Who are the, 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 who's the timeless child? What's going on with the last Cybermen? Who's this Brendan guy that we've suddenly got all these flashbacks for? You know, yeah. I mean, and, and what's going on with, with the Cybermen being, you know, attacked by the, the lone Cybermen? I mean, all yeah, these other things are happening and all these, you know, and then the well, last Brendan. My thing is, is that when when Greg said that this is like more like a middle episode, he's right because by this point, okay, we're still introducing elements of the show, but it's the penultimate episode, and all we've got are questions on top of questions and 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 hey, themes here, on here, top here, of here. themes, and here, it's too here. much. Nothing here's my counterpoint. Here's my counterpoint. I can disagree, but <clears throat> with some of these things, but still agree absolutely with. The main things you guys said, minus the heads. Um, I do feel like this was a middle episode. And I do think that it's reflective of the pro. I did not know that this was the penultimate episode because so many of their episodes this season were forgettable. I mean, I literally thought we were like five, four episodes in, no joke. So um, I agree. It definitely sounds like a middle episode, like a linking episode. I don't think that it was, I mean, you guys can call it a setup. I can call it a <clears throat> middle episode, which is to me a linking episode. I don't disagree. I think the writing is terrible in the sense that it introduced, if, you, if you're reminding me that this is the penultimate episode, I don't disagree with a single thing that you said, Allison. But that to me is the problem of the show this whole season. Uh, I mean, you know, the writing is so, you know, slap it on at the end, introduced to many things. The only reason I liked this episode definitely way more than all y'all is because it wasn't a historical reinvent. It wasn't <clears throat> a one-off. Like they finally addressed, finally, um, so, you know, the Cybermen, you know, they've been leaving nuggets and breadcrumbs all season long. So I thought this moved the story forward. Now, I didn't answer a lot of stuff. And in fact, Allison points out that it created more questions than answers. But to me, at least it had forward movement. And I liked the idea. I didn't love it. It's not original. It's, you know, <clears throat> it's locutious. It's, you know, it's it's whatever, whatever. But again, it it's Cybermen. We are we are traditionally we know them. They're classic. I get it. But the show's been on so long. I don't fault it for trying new things. Maybe they didn't introduce it in a good way. Maybe they did it too quickly. Well, you need to wrap. I'm you need to wrap up. We're, we're we're at the four minute almost mark. Almost done, Libya. I'm almost done, Libya. So my point is, I think a show can be two things. I think that it can have some strong. Uh, things about it, but also absolutely be negative. Of course, I honestly think it would be negative because it's not, it's the whole season isn't very good. So for me, last note, I just think it was better than a bunch of other episodes in the series. I don't think it was great. And I do not think, I know Libya thinks I thought it was amazing, but I meant I thought it was amazing in terms of the series of this season. That's all. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> all right, let's move on. I think overall that episode was kind of blah. It was somewhat movement. Yeah. It, it was. I, I'm not going to disagree that it had some forward movement, but I don't know if it had enough. But let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the rookie, and this was the big return of the rookie after it's been 
I mean, I think the last time we had it was before Christmas. And it left on a cliffhanger. It left one of the cadets. Not cadets. She's technically... Yeah, Officer Chen left her, and she got kidnapped by a serial killer, and oh my god, what's going to happen? And I like the fact that they they attacked this episode on two fronts, where they had Officer Chen be smart. It's kind of, kind of stupid. On a, like, I thought she was smart in that she, was, she wasn't depending on her fellow officers to get her out. She was trying to do it herself and leave them clues and... She was doing everything she could to try to connect with him and get him to make the bad guy to make mistakes. So she basically did save her own life. The only time I would say she did something dumb was when she got the upper hand on him and she punches him and he's down. And she has a choice, but she hesitates. She has a choice between trying to finish him or running. And she decides in that moment, I was like, kill him. Like I'm yelling at the screen. I'm like, kill him. Yeah, beat him and, in the head. Yeah, hit him upside the head, something. And instead, she tries to run, and that was a terrible mistake because she had no idea where she was. There were a lot of factors. Uh, so that was the only mistake I think she made, but all the other stuff I liked. And then you have the other side where the cops are are trying to run down clues. And I, and I really did like her training officer feeling all this guilt that he felt like it was his fault that she was in the situation, and I liked how they dealt with that. All right, uh, Greg, your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I have to admit that you know when the when the episode came on, I'm just I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like I I had a little feeling of anger because I was like this show has been off the air for so long, why should I care about this storyline? And I was like you 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 know we had nothing for such a long time, but almost immediately they were able to pull me right back in the story and have me care about the characters again, and so I thought that was just really well done. Um, especially for having a, a cliffhanger for such a long time. So, I mean, it kept me engaged. Uh, you know, the, 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 the pacing and timing was just great. And, and of course, you know, um, of course at the end, you know, we get the happy ending because they, you know, they rescue officer Chen and, uh, and I guess the, the, and the Annie Wersing character, I guess she didn't get what she really wanted. So it, it oh, was. Oh, yeah. Of... The one in prison. Yeah. 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 Her whole thing is she wanted fame and it seemed like she was in control and she didn't get any of that. Right. But uh, there's, yeah. But then she left, you know, the oh, but there's a secret. And wait till you find out what the secret is. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I know. I felt the same way as uh, Nolan did. I was like, whatever, man. And I just, you know, I, I appreciated that he didn't get sucked into her game. Even if she's telling the truth, it doesn't even matter. Well, I, you know, I, I ditto. I don't have to say a lot more because you guys said everything. Um, I did. I what I really like, and the episode proved to me yet again that they really do a justice to the. I know it's not a feminist issue, but I think that they write the women characters well. She was never a damsel in distress. She, you know, used every, and it was very realistic to me because she's always been, you know, a thinker and and very thorough, and you know, so to me, it wasn't out of character that she did all those things. Um, I I liked that she um, never came off as a damsel in distress. I agree that the, you know, that the not bashing his head until his eyeballs popped out of his head, you know, was a was a mistake. Um, and, you know, again, because they had to move the story forward. Um, I thought the end cliche, you know, of she's not breathing and three pumps of a CPR is going to bring her back. Fine, whatever. I mean, we knew she was going to be rescued. I It wouldn't have been a terrible thing if they'd come up with something a little bit more original. Don't ask me what they could have written. And I don't even necessarily mean... Um, that she wasn't revived, but I don't, I don't know. The, I won't spend a lot of time on that. Um, but yet again, and Greg made an excellent point. I, I wasn't mad, but I kind of was like, am I really going to care? It's been so long, you know, and I really like the cliffhanger and I wouldn't have minded if it had been just a few weeks less, but you know, it's a good enough show where within minutes I kind of was like, Oh God, I do care. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I was like, Oh, like find her, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, so I think under the whole, the show keeps progressing. I think it, it you know, it does, it does, um, it honors their women characters, you know, and so I, I thought it was a strong episode to come back to. Yay. All right. So thumbs up for that. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about Better Call Saul. Talk about being gone for a while. It's been a whole year. Uh, so Better Call Saul, what I really like is when the show comes back, they always have the first few minutes being black and white and you see what Saul is doing in the present day while he's hiding out selling cinnamon buns. Um, and you, it's what's hard 
is that storyline, you only get about 10 minutes of it per season. So you have to, like, try to remember what happened. I was like, wait, why is he doing this? Okay, right. All right, and they do not give you a very good preview. The previously on is to tell you what's happening, like, in current, in, like, the the backstory of what's happened early, but they don't give you the previously on for the black and white story. So you have to really try hard for that. But I really liked that. That was really engaging. And then once you get to Saul literally changing his name from Jimmy McGill to Saul, and you see uh, the girlfriend's name that I'm blanking on, you see how disappointed and sad she is that he's giving up that name because the name means a lot to her. Not just to him. And she's trying to be supportive, but you can tell she really doesn't believe in what he's doing. Uh, Greg, go ahead. Uh, Yeah, it's great that uh, Better Call Saul is back. Um, It still keeps me uh, interested in the storyline. And yeah, you can already see because, you know, we, you know, those of us who've watched Breaking Bad, I mean, uh, obviously um, she is not around. And so you kind of wonder as you're seeing all this play out, like what leads to her not being in Breaking Bad? And you're kind of seeing the relationship, you know, start to just lose, you know, um, you know, I think she she realizes that um, his methods are very effective, um, but she wants to be the type of lawyer that's that's an honest person. Um, or at least I think she does. And that's yeah. going to be her major conflict, which is probably going to cause their relationship to go down the tubes. Yeah. Um, but, but I like the way that, you know, they wrapped up certain things, you know, they, you know, we had the storyline of building the meth lab, you know, underground. And well, that so, storyline's obviously not finished. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, they got rid of the, you know, German construction worker guys and, you know, sent them on their way. Um, and so we're kind of seeing, you know, as we're getting closer to the, the breaking bad timeline, we can see how that's all, um, worked out, but, um, yeah, it's still interesting. Uh, thumbs up. I'm still going to watch. Allison, your thoughts. Yeah, no, I thought it was a, a great episode. I love the stuff, as you said, you know, in the, in the little, cold opener, the black and white things that bring you up to, to where we are now and the level of desperation that he has because he's been made. Um, and so what is he going to do? Because he's, he's been, he's been left hanging here. You know, I mean, is he really going to, they, they did actually two episodes um, Sunday and Monday and they, they had the, the opener on both days, uh, which is unusual, but he, they left him in a place where, you know, it's like, is is he going to give himself up? Is he going to find another way that we haven't thought about? So, so that's kind of interesting. I'm I'm really intrigued to see where that goes. But all the stuff that's happening, you know, in in the prequel, is fascinating too. Because as Greg brought up, you know, what exactly happened to Kim? You know, what I mean, we're seeing their relationship definitely disintegrate, but. Ultimately, I mean, you know, this remember goes into Breaking Bad, so she could she could just say, "I've had it, that's it," and walk off, or something more sinister. Yeah, that's what I was exactly. thinking. You know, you you just don't know with this show. So all, all of that is is keeping me hanging, and everything happening with Mike and seeing how his relationship uh, is is. Uh, evolving with Gus Fring and how all that happens. Um, it's just, it's just all really, really great stuff. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm completely in Yay. as far as this is. All right, let's move on. Next up, we're going to talk about this is us. <clears throat> and this episode did not make me cry. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, happy tears or sad tears. Oh. But it was it was still interesting because finally we get uh, God, uh, I'm blanking on his name Randall, we get Randall to get into go into therapy, which we've been wanting him to go. To, we as the audience and everybody because he has these panic attacks, mm-hmm. and he finally goes to therapy, and you can tell. I was like, dude, like his therapy session alone made me go, yeah, you need therapy. And he <laughs> was very much like, oh well, I just know my problems, and I know. What's wrong with me? So I don't need someone to tell me this. He's like, yes, I'm aware of this, this, and this. But it's not like he has a solution for any of those things. He mm-hmm. he keeps trying to say that all the things that make him have the panic attack is what makes him a good person or makes him a better person. 
And I'm like, mm, not really. Uh, he can't see it. And so what was great, the best part, I actually think, was when his wife finally tells him, like, look, you may not think you need therapy, but I need you to have therapy. And these are the reasons why I need you to have therapy. And I was like, wow, that was really good. Like, that was more compelling than all the other stuff that happened. So, uh, Allison, you, you want to go next? Yeah, well, you know, the one thing with the therapy sessions that was driving me crazy is like, I kept, I mean, and it was distracting me from the rest of the story is, why are we only seeing the back of the therapist's head? Yeah, that was you know, why is it, the mirror? it was, it was really strange choice. It's like, why is she the mystery therapist? Does, you know, I, I, I is, is this I building to be, something? Yeah, and, I thought it was gonna be somebody famous or something. And it's not. It's so strange. No. So I, I don't know what that was about. I don't know. It was a weird choice or something. I guess maybe trying to get into his head that everybody around him, you know, maybe is faceless or can't be trusted or whatever. Um, but Randall, yeah, is his own worst enemy because he's he, he doesn't just have panic attacks. He's a control freak. Yes. And he, and he needs to believe that he is, you know, the center that holds everything together. Right. And that's, that's something that it goes to such an extent, you know, we saw earlier in the season that later on he and, and Kevin become, you know, really estranged and have this huge fight where they're not even getting near each other. What led to that? And I think now we're just seeing that because Kevin is finally stepping up and be, and acting like an adult and helping to take care of his mom, which ought to be a good thing. But Randall is going to be threatened by that. Right. And, and I think that has to do I think that has to do with the whole him being adopted and he feels like, well, what do I add to the family? And yeah. he feels like that him being the responsible adult is what he adds to the family and without that, how does why does he belong to the family? I think that has to do with it. I, I think you're right, absolutely. And so that's that's going to play into that kind of relationship, and we're we're seeing those kinds of cracks. As uh, far as the stuff going on with Kate and Toby, I was really relieved to see that that you know they're finally you know easing off on that storyline, and the tension is is starting to go away. And you can also see where it's building to because we've already met the adult version of the kid. And right. so as soon as he brought him into the uh, them into the garage and showed this, I went. Aha. Okay. <laughs> That's right. how we get there. Greg, your thoughts. Yeah, I just want to say hats off to Sterling K. Brown's performance um in the in the um you know doing the therapy because I was so uncomfortable watching that. You know, he was just like all fidgety and trying to explain himself but then not explain himself and then trying to figure out what she wanted him to say and trying to figure out like what he should say to you know, get the response from her and he was, and then, and then I could even feel like with the coffee maker dripping, it was even driving me crazy. So I'm like, <laughs> I need therapy because the coffee machine is driving me crazy. Or, or his performance really that good. So hats off to him for that. Cause that was just, uh, that was just, just phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So thumbs up this episode. Let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about uh, altered carbon, which dropped on, Thursday, technically. Uh, But I do give them credit for giving a very extensive recap because it has been two years since season one. And so they were like, previously on season one, all this craziness (laughs) happened. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so it was really good because there were a lot of things from season one that came back in season two Mm -hmm. in, in the best possible way. The only thing I would say that bothered me was I was really looking forward to him exploring other planets and searching for whatever the woman's name is. Uh, so I was really looking forward Help to him. Chris Falconer. Yeah, Fal- Quel- Quel- yeah Quel- I don't know why that name stuck in my brain, but it has uh, for uh, some reason. Quellist or Quellist or whatever, yeah. So I, I really was looking forward to him planet hopping. And so they were like, oh yeah, he planet hopped for 30 years and now he's back. And I was like, really? So that was the only disappointment I had because we basically end up in the exact same place we were in season one, which is the hotel. And so I was like, "Eh, I don't know. But the story did not disappoint me at all. Um, The first episode did a good job of establishing the new sleeve, as we like to call him. 
Because by the end of the first episode, you do really believe that Anthony Mackie is Takachi Kovach. Uh, they did a great job of that. But then um, once the storyline really starts kicking in, they were all about, oh, you think you know what's going to happen. You do not. And they basically, like everybody from season one, ended up showing up in this season, even if they were dead. Just dead people showing up <laughs> like crazy. I was like, what? So they had a, it was good. It was, they just screwed with his mind. They, cause it's what, I, what I really like is they first establish how powerful and smarter and stronger than he is at everybody. And then they just cut him down. So, and then you're like, how the heck is he going to get out of this? So, uh, I only want to talk probably the first like five episodes cause one, I didn't finish. So I don't want to talk about the end cause I haven't gotten there. How many um, episodes are there, Allison? Is it ten or eight? There's there's eight. They they kept it to a lean eight, and that's a that was a good choice where this was concerned because it moves really fast. Oh my god, it really way. does. It's so fast. I stopped because I could tell I was coming close to the end, and I didn't want to finish um, that fast because I sat and watched almost all of it in one day. So I was like, no, 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 no. This is, if I'm only getting this once every two years, come on, let me let me pace it out a little bit. But I couldn't stop. It was crazy because it was like you get to the end of an episode. I was like, fine, hit play. And it was they did a great job with cliffhangers at the end of each one. Just so you know, warning people, cliffhangers are a real thing on this show. Allison, what was your, your thoughts without giving any big spoilers towards the end? But we can talk about the first few. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think, first of all, the, the concept has like a billion holes in it but i you know if i just shut off that part of my brain and just enjoy it <laughs> like sci-fi someone's, action someone's stuff. whole intellect and, and consciousness uh pipe down to a little cube like a quarter sure mm-hmm. sure well that well but, and, and the thing is even the show itself comes right out and says that's that's not actually you it's a copy of you so, but people still treat it like you know that they're becoming immortal by doing this even though two versions of them can technically exist at the same time, the original. It's illegal. So it's illegal, but it's the thing is it's possible because you're all you're doing is copying yourself. You're not really living forever. So why everybody is so desperate to do this and really thinks that this is some kind of immortality is beyond me, but I've given up questioning that concept because No, but that's actually the center, but, but actually that's this kind of the center of the show, which is the Quellis wanna go back to just people living one lifetime. Because they believe right. that this but whole the, society is corrupt because of it. Right. But, you know, my, my, my issue is that it's not actual immortality because, you you know, you die when you die. There's just a copy of you hanging around. So right. why people are so excited to do this is beyond me. But like I said, I put that off to the side because then I can't concentrate on the rest of the show. And the rest of the show is just fun. You know, there's and what, what I really was grateful for. And they and it's there right out of the box. My favorite character in the whole thing was Poe. And and he is literally the first guy to say. So I I was thrilled that they they kept the character around and that there's they've been they've really, you know, gotten the bond between him and and Takashi Kovacs uh, even even stronger. Um, And and the bit with him glitching now is glitches are crazy. They are the most inopportune times, too. Oh, of course, you know, but I mean, and the thing is, I love the way the, the actor handles it. And I love the way it's, it's handled in the story. I've seen the entire thing. Um, and, and I, I can tell you everything resolves very well, although I'm not well, going to give tell it me specific. that. Come on. Don't tell no, me what that. Is it res- no, it resolves in a satisfying way is what I'm saying. It doesn't like build you up to, but, 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 um, what, or anything like that. You know, you feel like, you feel like, okay, my questions have been answered. This is this came to satisfying. Well, let, well, let's not talk about the end. I don't want to know if the end is satisfying. I just want to concentrate, act like, pretend that you've only seen the first few episodes. Because it still feels like spoilers to me. Okay, well, see, the thing is, I've just gotten involved with, like, two other series, which we don't talk about here, uh, that that ended absolutely nowhere, and I was furious. So being able to say that something ended well is, you know, you're not wasting your time. 
it, I was just really, really happy with how they handled the show. I loved the return of various characters from his past who I was not expecting to see again. Because right. I figured, oh, well, we've moved on to second season. We're done with all that. And it's supposed to be like 100 years later or something. So, you know, and then suddenly people show up. So yeah. I, I was like, yes. Oh, good. I like that. Well, I was, uh, uh, what about the villain? I want you, what do you, th- well, there's two villains, but there's the political villain who thinks that she's Cersei Lannister. And then you have <laughs> the uh, military guy who you think is going to start a coup at any moment. What do you think of the two of them? Um, I, I, they, there's, there's like uh, more to both characters than you think at the beginning. Because at the beginning, I thought they were kind of flat, really. Right. And the more you learn about them, the more interesting they become. That's especially and, the military guy. I thought he was just a, uh, just an automaton. But then once you find out his backstory, I was like, whoa. Right. Yeah, that was really Which, good. That that makes a difference. And the thing is, they do keep revealing things throughout that, you know, actually call back even to season one and make you realize, oh, this is what was happening. And this right. is why this is the way it is and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I, I was very I was very happy with that. We need to move on. We need to move on. But the only thing I will say last, which is Harlan, when they had Harlan's day and everybody was wearing those masks, I figured out who the <laughs> actor was. From the mask. Oh, yeah, because it looks just like him. I was like, oh, my God, it's such and such cast as Harlan. And it's crazy because the masks are, like, see-through a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how am I recognizing this dude? I was like, wow, okay. Uh, They look pretty much exactly like him. They really did. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about the magicians. And, uh, Greg, do you want to start us off? Um. You know, I think we, we say this every time when we talk about the magicians, but this show is just so entertaining um, that and, and I don't know how they keep doing it, but they keep surprising me. Like, um, so now we have um, mind controlling mold spore fungus. <laughs> I, and I love that they were like, I think it's a zombie apocalypse. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> It was just great. I don't think I'd ever seen that. I was like, I, I knew something was obviously off, you know, because they were like, oh, this guy travels between worlds and he could pick up any number of diseases and all this type of stuff. And he was like doing kind of a twitchy thing. But then when she threw him up against the wall and his like whole abdominal cavity opened up and spores came out, I was Ugh, like, oh, that they was got so the- gross. <laughs> that was so gross. Uh, but in a good way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I like that when the show uses, uh, well, I, I guess we'd call them tropes, right? So, you know, we've got um, Elliot who is seeing, um, you know, the, the guy who's in his mind. Um, I forgot that dude's name, but, oh, yeah. the big Elliot, then, uh, what's the, her name, Flop. Elliot Margot Switch. Yeah, the, the Freaky Friday. And, and yeah. like, out the whole, like, Tyler Durden reference from Seven, which, oh, not Seven, that was another movie. Um, uh, from uh, Fight, Fight Club, Club. Fight Club. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, that was all really good, and I liked how uh, oh God, the boyfriend. Oh, Josh! Josh, thank you. I thought of it at the same time. Uh, I liked how Josh figured out that it wasn't Margot because she like apologized. She's like, Margot never apologizes. Who are you? How have you taken over her body? And he's like, uh, oops. So all of that was great. And I like that they know each other really well, but they don't know how to be each other. Uh, I thought that was a really good distinction that they made. Oh, and of course, I knew it was too easy. Like, oh, if we cut down the tree, we can totally kill the the Dark King. Uh, Yeah, right. I was just waiting for him to get up. It's like you left him on the floor. Really? You didn't, like, burn the body or anything like that? Yeah, exactly. They didn't chop off his head. Come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of. Yeah, that was kind of. Uh, we kind of knew that was going to happen. But. Exactly. Any other comments, thoughts? Well, I have to give it to both Hale Al- Appleman and and Summer Bischel. They play each other very well. It's especially Hale Appleman. I he he's when he was supposed to be Margot. Yeah. Um, I I absolutely saw her. She was. It's like he did a perfect impression of her. It was great. 
Yeah. And the thing is, this, their characters are actually fairly similar. You know, they're best friends. They hang out. They're they're like each other in a lot of ways. But there's subtle differences too, and so you could see that in in both of their performances, which I I really thought was was nice. It was just a nice touch. Yeah, I agreed. So another great outing for uh, the magicians. Thumbs up all around. Yep. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about Star Trek Picard. And you, Sun, why don't you start us off? Um, you know, I, I'm happy about this episode because I've decided with this episode that I don't I, I, I still really, really like the show, and I think it's strong. Um, I, I like it less. I, I really felt like it faltered last week. Um, and, I, I, it, you know, and it kind of, to me, showed its weaknesses. This episode, this week's episode, uh, and I'll get very specific, because I thought it was, out, it stood out very much as a very weird little thing. But it, to me, I was like, oh, okay, this has sort of happened before. Um this was the episode where they actually made it to the Borg, the reclamation of the Borg business. Um, what do they call it? The artifact. Um, so, uh, so there was that scene where Rafi had to like convince, you know, her old friend to give them credentials and um, you know, and I get the scene, like she had to put it on, you know, even though she was a mess, she like, you know, Jedi mind tricked that woman, not really, she strong armed her into um, giving them the credentials. And it was a really poignant moment for her because she realized what she had to sacrifice to do that. that she sacrificed the woman that friendship, was, yeah. Yes, the woman was very clear and was like, and then, and I thought the actress did a great job of kind of really relaying to us that like, ugh, my life is such a mess and I need every friend that I can get. And now I've lost this, you know, friend that I clearly cherish. Um, she said all of that in 1.2 seconds, you know, of face acting. And I, I really liked it. And then Picard like starts clapping. Yeah. And I get it. You know what I mean? Like I, and I thought that's so out of character for, for Picard and, and it, just awkward, no matter, even if it wasn't Picard doing it, I was like, what is happening? Cause clearly the direction and her acting was supposed to be a poignant, sad moment for her. And then he's clapping and then other people's kind of start clapping, but it was like awkward. So then I was like, are you playing the scene for Picard to be awkward? So anyway, the reason I'm spending a lot of time on that is a, you like when people talk specifically about an episode, but also uh, it was, it was a moment for me where I kind of thought, yeah, this is one of the moments where it just seems out of place and a little weird and just not in in step or time. Like, uh, you know, the guy with the bajillion holograms, which, you know, they dropped, you know what I mean? That was like a weird thing. And then, you know, they haven't really continued that. Also the love story that we're getting or the, or the, you know, sex for distraction story we're getting. Um, I'm not down with that at all. I do not feel any chemistry between them. Um, I don't like the doctor character, maybe because, you know, she's now become a double agent or whatever. I don't know, but I, I think they're they're not handling that well at all. Um, and we all like a little something-something with our sci-fi. makes it a little interesting and, and kind of broader, as opposed to just the geeking out stuff. So that was a little weird for me, kind of off key for me. Um, but as far as when they got onto the um, the the the, rest of the artifact, and I'll try to close up because I've already spoken about specific things. I loved, and I forgot that they had cast him. I mean, it was not that big of a secret, you know, blah blah blah. But I forgot, I forgot. Um, I was really happy to see Hugh. I thought, oh gosh, that's right. And I was like really interested to see how they were going to use him. I liked that he was like the director of the, you know, the reintegration thingy you or whatever. This is the first episode he showed up. He's, he's, he was in no, another he's, episode he's, he's, doing the exact same job. Yeah, you know, I forgot. No, it's not that I forgot, forgot. I meant that, you know, I forgot, well, forgot the job part. I really did. But that he was the one, because we didn't know where he was getting beamed into, Picard. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, you know what I mean? So that was a real tension for me. I was like, who, who's who's beaming him to where? Where is he? You know what I mean? And so it was like a little horror movie-esque. So I liked I'll wrap up by saying, like, I definitely liked this episode. Um, I liked all the different aspects of it. You guys can talk about more specifics. Um, But it did kind of highlight for me a little bit again why I don't like this show is far from perfect and that I don't love the show. Um, But it's still, for me, a lot of fun. And um, I I mean, I I like I'm interested to see where they go now with the because the teaser showed, you know, number one, Riker. So now I'm, you know, I'm excited about, you know, them escaping to Riker. So, uh, you know, I thought it was a a solid episode for me, especially after last week. Uh, Allison? 
Um, yeah, I actually, you know, that's that's one of the things when you mentioned Picard acting out of character that's been actually gnawing at me for a few episodes. As much as I love this show, they're they're forgetting that his his main thing was being a diplomat. That's what he did. He should be able to read people really, really well. And they're having him wander around, you know, completely clueless as to how people feel. And I, you know, I mean, I don't know if they're trying to to push the the whole thing about his having you know a form of alzheimer's he's he shouldn't be suffering from the effects of it this soon but still you know i mean that's that's the only thing i can think of other than they've just forgotten what his character is supposed to be like um that explains that that kind of behavior because if there's anything that picard is it's sensitive to other people because he his his mission was always diplomatic um, so I, I really had a problem with, with that kind of thing. Uh, the rest of the episode, especially all the stuff happening, happening on the artifact, I really liked, um, I, I would really like us to get rid of the evil sister as yes. soon as we can. Cause I like can, the evil brother is fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. yeah. But she is so one note. They have done nothing with, she's, she's just mustache twirling evil. She's evil for evil's sake. And so, so she's boring. Um, so I, you know, if, if they blow her up and in some kind of weird explosion next week, I'll be thrilled. <laughs> and we'll go on with the rest of the show. Um, but yeah, the, I, I like the whole thing with, uh, Harry Treadway's character, obviously having built up feelings for this, for this girl and at the same time needing to kill her. And, uh, you know, I, 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 we'll, we'll see that playing out throughout the se- the rest of the season, I'm sure. Um, but, and, and now we've obviously got the gang all here cause they've, they've gotten her together with Picard and his group. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Uh, it's, it is, as Yusin pointed out, not a perfect show. I think that they're making too much hay of it being uh, on cable where they can do anything. And it's like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, but I think I think it will eventually find its footing. I think that they're doing little corrections here and there as they're going along. And I, I hold out great hope for the show. I think this this episode was one of their best ones, actually. I'm not, mm-hmm. I can't disagree with some of the things that, she, that Euston said, but I do think that this was one of the best ones that they've had. Uh, especially because all the plot lines finally have come together as one. And so you could really right. see where it was going. Agreed. Sure. Uh, Greg, really quick, because we really have been on this too long. Any quick thoughts? Um, no, just really a ditto. Um, it, it's almost like the show. I, I've been waiting for, you know, like all the, the, the key cast members to finally get together. Um, I didn't really realize that Seven was going to kind of like show up and leave last week. But um, at least now we're finally at the cube. And I think the story can really take off from here. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, next up, let's talk about Charmed really fast. Um, we haven't talked about the show in forever. It just came back maybe, I think it came back maybe last week. But it actually, for me, I was very much like, this is a, you know, nothing show. And then the storyline kind of got annoying to where I was like, why am I watching this show? But I have to say, the last couple episodes, I've really enjoyed. I didn't fast forward anything, which is, you know, me and my fast butt forward button trigger. Uh, if, if you start to bore me, you're going to fast forward, man. So I didn't fast forward anything in the last two episodes, which is saying a lot. So uh, I'm really enjoying the whole, they're finally bringing the Dark Lighter storyline back and they're trying to unify it. They're trying to, like, the storyline now is they're like, okay, well, is it better to unify Harry with his dark lighter side, or is it better to keep them separate? We're now getting an idea of what the plot has been all season, kind of undercover, and now it kind of comes to fruition, and we see what they're doing, uh, and a little bit of who is doing it. <clears throat> so, I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it right now. Uh, your thoughts, Allison? It's a fun show. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. Know. I don't watch it for any great intellectual, you know, ad- advances or anything. It, it's 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 not that kind of a, a program. It's it's just sort of you know a fun little thing to watch. Yeah, but I mean, I have to say that there's you know, that there are a big thing. 
there are stories that are just fun or whatever, but they do, if, if it's just kind of like that, if they don't have a halfway decent storyline, it gets boring and I'm, I'm ready to turn it off. And it was like that. It was like that for several episodes where I was getting, I was ready to just turn the show off. Yeah. But I mean, at its best, it's cotton candy, you know, it's, it's, it's not deep. It's not thoughtful. And, and, and the characters, it's like, as soon as they introduced the idea of the white and dark lighter, um, I knew like, like that second that they said exactly what was going on. I said, Oh, so by the end of this, of this season, they'll reunite the two of them to create a, a brand new Harry. And it took them till just now with this <laughs> revelation about emulsion to, to finally get to that point. And it makes the characters look really slow. Um, it's like, <laughs> that's what I thought of like 17,000 episodes ago, okay? <laughs> um, why are you just coming up with it now? But that's the kind of show it is. I mean, you know, it's it's not deep thinking. So, Well, I, if you're, I, only if, one of the sisters are halfway smart anyway, so. That's true. That's very true. And and the thing is, I like her, and I like Harry, and I like their, their uh, chemistry together. So, you know, the show mostly, when the show concentrates mostly on them, uh, either of them or together, uh, I'm happy. Okay. Uh, let's move on. The I guess that's sort of a thumbs up. The let's talk about <laughs> lock and key. And uh, I'm almost done. I I think I just didn't finish the finale. I think I didn't watch one episode because we've talked all I'm the done. way. You're done. I am not done. Yeah, I'm done. I finished yeah, episode nine, I believe. So I got... Let's start. Allison, what did you say? Oh, go ahead. Al- no, Allison, go ahead. You start off. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, well, no, just I, don't, I, don't I, spoil the finale, please. The last... No, how about I this? No. I will say the last thing I saw was we did the big reveal and found out that Dodge and... Lucas. Lucas were the same person, and then Lucas got the crown of shadows. That's the last thing I saw. So okay. go from there. Okay. So um, basically, I didn't, you know, when I first started watching the show, I, I really didn't want to watch it at the beginning because I thought it was another one of those, you know, two superhero teenagers run away together kind of thing. And I, heard it, I found out it wasn't that at all. And I've enjoyed it since. Um, I really, I love the the concept of the show. I love the the cast is is really really excellent at this right down to the kids and um you know i've been i've been enjoying watching the storyline play out so as, as far as you know you know i'm trying to do this without getting into any territory that we're, well, we're i mean you be specific about the episodes but don't be like and it ended great like don't do that <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I don't want to give. I don't want to give away any of the ending. But it's. I. I literally watched it in like two sittings, and so they're all. All the episodes are kind of blurring together. Um. Well, what I. How about this? I'll say this. When they did the reveal, because when when Lucas first showed up at the woman's house, I was like, "Who the heck is this dude?" Uh, and I like the fact that. No, like, they didn't really have an explanation who he was, and we knew that uh, the kid was totally afraid of uh, of him, but I, we didn't know of why. Lucas? Oh, yes. Wait, I thought we knew... I, I thought we knew it was Lucas. She called him Lucas, and no, we saw I know. Photos of Lucas. Right, but we didn't understand why the kid, the, uh, the, the what's the other kid? The kid that lives with her, her son, why he was so terrified of him. If he was just Lucas, why was he terrified? You know oh, I mean? gosh. I, you know what? I, fair enough, except I just want to interject, I, and this is not me patting myself on the back, giving myself a little award. I pretty much assumed that it was Dodge. I just I did we not have seen Dodge all. in a really long time, and, and we, you know, the whole shape-shifting key thing, we were waiting for that to be used. They, they you know, they dropped those breadcrumbs ages ago. So, again, I'm not, to me, it, it, none of that m- made any effect to me because I thought, oh, well, that's Dodge. I mean, I, it was it didn't ruin it because I thought, well, I, I want to see how she, you know, manipulates everybody as Lucas and what happens. But I yeah, to me, it wasn't even remotely an issue. I thought, oh, gosh, that's Dodge. 
Anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought it, uh, the thing is, I thought it was Dodge too for a different reason because the both actors that they've cast, they essentially they look so much like each other. They They're almost similar. like brother and sister. They yeah, did. Yeah, look I thought that was a good choice. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be the same person, or if maybe they were twins, or you know, one was a ghost of the other, or you know, which one was which one was the original impersonating who. Um, so yeah, that was that was the only question in my mind. But I, they did immediately as soon as I saw them. I said, you know, I thought they, they're related to each other, either they're the same person or their brother sister or something like that. So. I um, that was my feeling on that. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was purposeful, but even when Lucas first showed up, I thought his body language and his energy was already like negative. If I could read an aura through a TV screen, I thought, whoa. <laughs> well, you know, no, I, like, I, I did. I did get the feeling that Lucas was a bad guy, but I didn't understand that he was the same bad guy. Oh, I, I just thought, well, they're not going to, the show's good enough that they're not going to throw in like the king of bad guys. I was like, well, who's left? Who's missing? So, you know what I mean? I kind of thought the show isn't going to literally introduce a brand new character one or two episodes at the end. And I thought, it got to be but, but Lucas huh? wasn't technically a new character. They talked about Lucas from the pilot. No, no, that's why. No, no, that's why I'm saying I put the Lucas Dodge together because they wouldn't introduce anybody new. So Lucas was already, you know, introduced way in the beginning, and Dodge was missing. So my point is, I, I could see them linking it. Also, remember when we talked about, I don't know, you know, why uh, the dad killed Dodge, uh, Lucas? You know, oh my God, why would he kill his best friend? Yada yada yada. Like, I, I'm going to just jump in here now because this it's apropos to what we're talking about. I. Um, I I think Greg said this offline. Um, and but y'all know if you've been listening to this podcast and listen to me, I I you know I I don't like child actors in general in general. So when they're good, I definitely give them their props. Um, and so I think everyone on the show is absolutely solid. Um, I will say with an asterisk. Uh, the older brother and his girlfriend, they're in their late 20s. I think they're like 27 or 28. So um, they are not child actors. The The little kid is annoying, but he's supposed to be. So um, I'm fine with that. But I also started the show thinking, what am I watching? I thought it was going to be kind of a Goonies, you know, slash Stranger Things, slash E.T. kind of a thing, which it's not not. You know, there's definitely that aspect. Um, but anyway, I, I think the, episode, the season's very strong. I did the same thing as Allison. I watched it in two batches. I did the same thing as you, Libya. I I didn't watch the very last episode or two because I thought, oh, I want this to last. You know, this is really fun. It's interesting. However, and I'm not spoiling it for you, Libya, because we are talking about this episode we were talking about. Um, I guessed too many things. And so for me, even though all the aspects of the show that I really like, I really love the keys. I like what they do. I like how they reveal what they do to me, us. Uh, you know, how, how they play into the story, all of it. Um, as the, in this particular episode, which was good, uh, you know, I'm not saying it wasn't, maybe it had less of an impact for me because then I wasn't trying to guess. I wasn't like, oh, I think, oh, oh, look at me. I know this. I just assumed stuff because to me it was so relatively um, obvious. So going into the finale, that's all I'll say, I already had a lot of the stuff kind of like, oh, well, is there going to be more surprises for me? You know what I mean? Because already these are already – I already knew this stuff. So that's all I'll say. I won't even say if I really liked or didn't like or whatever the finale. But I, overall, I think the show is – fun and strong atmospheric and magical enough and teenage angsty enough it does a nice job of covering all of those spaces all right any uh, i know allison you didn't necessarily get to finish you have any final comments before we finish this? no that pretty much covers it that's pretty much it all right uh so we're saying watch lock and key that is what we're saying all right. Definitely. If you guys have any questions or comments, you can leave them at tvcampfiregmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. Listen to us on getthepointradio.com, Krypton Radio, We Napolis, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.